1: Move. Watch out, you might get attacked. Seriously.
2: (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Ramblecast. It's your good friends Jack, Chris, and Nick, and live, live, and minus Jay number two. But recorded, yes,
1: yeah, and and recorded this time. And we're gonna we'll keep this we'll keep we'll keep this copy, (laughs) 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 and the other copy will never be heard. Unless Ever. I might put it, I might put it in, uh, in Al Capone's vault. All right.
3: Mm-hmm. Just it's, hopefully Geraldo will come around someday and never yeah, find it. Exactly. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Even gentlemen, it's been a little while. Actually, it's only been about five days, but it's been a little oh, while.
1: And Matt, um, for people who want Matt is on vacation. He lost his dog today, but the
3: dog was found. Yeah. So, Matt
1: did, so Matt did everything he could to lose the dog,
3: but it was found anyway. So I, I yeah I, I read the I read the text string. It looked like uh, he was running around frantically, at like four o'clock in the morning, trying to wrangle his dog. Yeah,
1: and he had to get the, had to had to catch a flight.
3: Yeah, and so
1: where is he off to? Cleveland? Uh, no, uh <laughs> he's yeah. he's going to uh, California. He's going to uh, Berkeley. right? <laughs> yes.
2: Oh, that's right. He did say Berkeley. Yeah. Oh, I, I get it now. There. First
1: in first in flight. Exactly.
2: Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Flying the I, Wright I, Brothers I, plane.
2: I did love who was it? Was it Sherry or somebody that, that actually believed that he was leaving the Rainbowcast, yes. and that was so funny to me. <laughs> <I was> like,
1: <laughs> we yeah. like Matt, yeah. you know. I, I not to call out Jay, but there was no nobody who said, "Wait, Jay, you're leaving the you're leaving the podcast." That's I true. mean, I, I didn't I I didn't see anything. Did you Did you guys see it?
2: Yeah. Hey, no. yeah. There was who's there Jay? There's no protest. Yeah. It's
3: no. Tim. Who's Tim? Tim? So, yeah, yeah you, know what, you know what's funny? Like, what? where is Tim? Like, what's he up to these days? I saw his wife posted a beautiful picture of him uh, for Father's Day. Oh, did right, you guys yeah.
2: see that? I saw that. Yeah. yeah, the green
3: screen Tim. He was fully dressed in like Superman wa- a gear, a green screen, like he was flying. Like, I want to know the story behind that photo.
2: Yeah, I haven't heard from him around the Super Bowl times. Last time I heard him, because he said he did text me and say, like, hey, I, I think I want to come back for like, an episode you know like just like uh, one episode and i was like oh yeah sure and i just
1: he's welcome back <laughs> he's welcome back anytime
3: well he, maybe this should be the test maybe that like this this episode here should be the test to see whether or not tim is going to come back tim if you're listening shoot us an email i don't even know what that email is married but- man
1: podcast at gmail.com that means i'll have to check it married <laughs> <man> podcast <laughs> at gmail.com gmail. Actually, people could I mean, be sending us feedback, and I just keep forgetting it's check. But we
3: do we do live in the in the in uh, t- the age of technology, so you feel free to text as well, Tim. To, to I, yeah, I I they you. give you our phone number, and I I'm, I don't know I don't I'm know concerned. if I mess I don't know if I mess him. But. I kind of do. I kind of do. Like I, I I enjoyed his his uh, his take on many things. I enjoyed his humor. Oh yeah. Um, for ten minutes. <laughs> well,
1: I'll, I'll ever, I'll forever be remembered for Bun Patty Bun. That'll be on no, my grave. That's true. Yeah.
0: Like
3: some of the greatest of old school memes from this show come from Tim.
0: Yeah, he
2: does. He has, he has a really good mind for exactly because like most of us probably wouldn't have exploited Bun Patty Bun the way he did. Oh no, no, he didn't let it go. Yeah, and it's
1: just well, sort of, and now I and I don't let it go now because when In and Out had a problem in Texas, they had to
3: recall all their buns, yeah. all their their patties or something like that. So whatever it was, like, I, I like to ask the listeners um, and people on the on the Patreon group um, to, to what, what are your theories? What actually happened to Tim? So I will share my my theory that I just came up with six seconds ago. Um, I feel like the infamous um, double date with the friends. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The oh, wine the the oh, right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. They, I, I, they I went think to, that, that's
3: right. I think that may have blossomed into something bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, a
0: cult, a so, small cult. So, yeah. so, now he,
3: so now he doesn't have time. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think is, he, is he's it being, a, is, it a, is it a podcasting sex cult? I, I don't know. I don't he's know. Praying, well, Jack, praying. I never called it a sex cult. I'm, that one's on you. That's on you. <laughs> no, wait, no, but, I, I, I thought I, I heard Nick say it, but I'm concerned for Tim's well-being. Um, <laughs> I, I would really love to get like a, a check, you know, a, a wellness check on Tim. So, Tim, if you are listening, please reach out. And uh, for everyone else listening, I want to hear what your theories are on uh, Tim's disappearance.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> I'm cool with that. Speaking of a uh, bun, patty bun, I, uh, a coworker of mine.
1: Speaking of sex cults, at uh, next, was one that brought up. That would
2: have been a much better story though than this one. <laughs> uh, her doctor advised her to get onto the keto diet, which I could never do because I'm just not that disciplined. The what diet? Keto.
3: Ketosis
1: diet.
2: Ketosis diet. Yes. What is that? You cut out all carbs and sugar.
1: Isn't that the Atkins diet?
2: I think you can still have sugar on the Atkins diet.
3: It's similar. It's so, similar. what I mean, uh, Dick, you, yeah. you should explain it. Your friend's going on it. So, like, you trick your body.
2: Yeah. You, basically, carbs are, are the enemy. And instead of going on a carb based diet, which most Americans are on, you go to a high fat diet. And you're still getting energy, but you eat, Again. you eat exactly. You eat a lot more throughout the day, but it's because you're not getting that, that pure energy from carbs. You have to generate it from fat. And that's what she did. And so I was over her house the other day and she, you know, it, part of you are like, man, I kind of want to try this, but then yep. you start thinking, you start thinking about like what you're giving up as well. And you're like, I don't know if I could do that. Cause like what she made me was like minced chicken with a lot of cheese Wrapped in bacon on some kind of lettuce, and I was like, "Man, this is good." And it's—I know it's not the healthiest thing for you because it's bacon, but still, like you're not. Well, you're it has not. lettuce. Yeah, it has lettuce. But I mean, that was just like something. In, you know, she's and you lose weight because of it, and they, they say it. But how, it helps but how
3: long energy. do you have to be on that forever?
2: Well, it's just—it's just a lifestyle, like the paleo diet or anything else.
3: So you—you you have to stay on it. That, yeah, that, you have that's, to. Stay that's the—that's the, that's the key. And you know, um, Raph Castillo. From the uh, the Jane and Jack group,
0: uh-huh. he's
3: doing it right now, and uh, I think he's actually been very successful with it. Now, so I took it. I took a, a plunge. I fell prey, not prey, but I fell for one of the Facebook advertisements, and I was like, "I'm going to look into this." What, was it a
1: Russian? Was it a Russian advertisement?
3: No, it wasn't one of those. <laughs> but right. like, if, if you look on your Facebook page, especially after listening to this, you're all you're going to see is ads for it now. Um, is there's all these different dudes who are these buff guys who have gone through and done keto, um, yeah, okay. the keto yeah. diet. And it's like for 29 bucks, you know, get our, our startup guide on how to do it. And I was like, okay, like what's sure. Let, let, let let's spend 30 bucks. Let's get like, at least and they get, they, they say, oh, we will give you like a recipe guide, all this stuff and some introductory videos. So I'm like, okay, you know what? 30 bucks. I have spent, far more and received way less <laughs> in the past for <laughs> for, uh, for certain things. So I was like I'll I'll give it a shot. Right. So this it was not a
2: silks text
3: cult. No, it was not a sex cult. So but here here here's the well, here's I, I the, think the, so. not the thirty dollars. It's like well, $40 for a sex here's, cult. Here's the, here's the hook. So I, I I bought the introductory package for it. And it, it is legit. Like it's a legit business. Like they they will give you the, the right resources, etc. But you pay the thirty bucks, right? and you get an email immediately with your welcome kit and the recipe book is like three things and it's like if Water. you want to if you want to purchase the the full recipe book it's an additional 1099. And it's like if you mm. want to get these supplements, it's an additional nineteen ninety nine. Something like, okay. So they they hook you in the realistic like so it's a, it's a money grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They hook you in the realistic, like you'll get this for that much money. And you and you get some good resources, you get some videos you can watch. Um, but it's just so involved, right? Like whenever you're getting involved in these types of any type of these, like these of the keto diet, the Atkins diet, any of that type of stuff, like it's it's a commitment not only to to eat that way but to prepare food that way, like it is not easy, especially if you have, you know, a family with kids and you have to like either. Well, that means you've had a life lifetime of eating one way. Right. Right. And it's, it's difficult, but the science behind it is actually really, really smart. And I I did a lot of research on it as I was kind of like looking into it. And it ultimately did not, I chose not to do it. Um, I did a lot of research on it and it, it's a legitimate thing like there are certain medical professionals that say it's it's actually a very healthy way to, to carry on the downside is you have to do it forever like that's yeah. you can't back down you, yeah, you have you to do it yeah, I, I used to do it i used to do that diet called exercise
2: <laughs> well i mean it's just that like, it, it it's one of those things where you're like oh i'll do it because like, like a lack kind of diet you would think like oh i'll do it five days in a row where i won't eat sugar or carbs and then, like, maybe on Saturday, I'll have a pizza. No, you can't do that with keto. Like, you, right. can't, there, you can't. There's no adults. cheating. There's no cheating. No, no cheat day. day. That's what sucks about it. Well, I know when I, when yes. I was ref,
1: when I was refing, and I would do like so like eight, nine games in a weekend, some college youth games mixed in, I'd lose like eight pounds. Sure. I mean, I'd lose well, and, and, like eight pounds. And then by the end of the week, I'd kind of slowly build back up again. But that's what kept the, the weight off.
3: And, and here, here's the attractive thing to keto, right? Or any other similar diets in, in that long, that vein is that it amplifies the effects of eating and exercising the right way, right? So it, right. it, it gives you a boost, right? So like, because ke- the keto diet, what it does is it tricks your body into what they call ketosis, right? So that is when, um, your proteins are your, your fat cells are being broken down, um, and going into ketosis, which is the higher, um, uh, uh was it? uh I forgot. Metabolism. Metabolism. So, Nick, Nick, you, you would actually would probably be a little bit more in line with this too, because diabetics are in fear of going into diabetic keto- uh, ketoacidosis, right? Right. So it's breaking down the amino. I, I, I know an absurd amount about this just because of my former career, but mm-hmm. um, like kids with diabetes they have to be careful because of. Uh, when when the when the bodies are looking to break down sugars, they're breaking down the wrong things, and you get um, high levels of key, uh, uh, keto ketosis or keto acid or whatever it is. Blah blah. blah. But
1: so it's it almost sounds like Cobra Kai movie. TV yeah.
3: <laughs> but but when but when you're pairing it with the right exercise regimen and the right food that you're eating, scientifically, the keto diet is actually spun on, and it will actually change the way your your body makeup works and how it, how it burns fuel. Um. But but again, the biggest downside to it is you're on it. You got to stay there. You can't wane. You can't jump off. And for anybody who has a family, it's great if you're living living by yourself and you can manage your own stuff, but when you have a family, wife, kids, whatever, it's (coughs) nearly impossible. I
0: don't want to eat this. Right.
3: (laughs) It's tough.
1: I, I, I think I said last week I went up to like 192, 193. Basically, all I did was cut back on cookies and crap and fast food. And I've dropped another eight or nine pounds. And I'm not because I'm working out, but it's coming back off again.
2: Yeah. That's all that's the same as me. Like I, like I think I said that maybe not last episode, but one before, is that I was at 194 195. And, uh, and I basically I cut down to one soda a day now. And I'm eating a lot smaller portions and I'm already at like 188.
0: Yeah. So it's, it,
1: it's just, it's just retraining yourself and re. Yeah. And I think, like I, I tell people, I said, don't try and just a pound a week. Yeah. Don't don't try and do like 10, you know, five, ten, whatever it is, because you're gonna get it's you're gonna get frustrated. Just pound a week here, pound there.
3: It's yeah. it's so, like, so weird.
1: Like so for me, it's just I the lack of not being able to exercise like
3: I used to. Right. Like it's so weird that you brought this up, Nick, because this is something that I've over the last 48 hours, I've actually <laughs> re-engaged. Right. So not the keto diet, but um <laughs> it's funny. Like I, I spent uh Father's Day at my brother's house and um, you know, you get pictures taken and, and you you with family, friends, of people who are in good shape, and like I I got the pictures back, or no, I, I got the pictures back. What am I in 1985? I saw the pictures minutes after they I went were down to the
1: photo mat, yeah, right. got the pictures back. Um, it was great. Pictures, took I'm like, me a God, week.
3: I'm like, God damn, dude. Like they, they gave me two prints. <laughs> I'm like, what what happened to me? Like, I'm like like shit. Oh shoot. Like shoot. I'm just like
1: shoot i'm not going to stop this podcast yeah yeah so i'm just like <laughs>
3: shoot man like i i just I'm, I'm i don't look good like i i i i sure enough i hopped in the scale and i've said this before but i i get this way every once in a while and i'll i'll jump on the scale and look and i'm like oh my god like mm-hmm. i'm literally the heaviest i've been in a long time like now oftentimes i can i i can hide it you i don't know i carry it well i guess and people who look at me don't think I weigh as much as I do, but actually, I weigh a good chunk of change. I weighed in at 237 the other day.
2: Wow, I wouldn't have thought that either.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I, I would have man. said 240, but that's me. Thanks. Bud. <laughs> but, like, again, I, I mean, I'm six feet tall. I, I'm not like, I'm just solid. Like, I'm not like, yeah. I don't have like a big beer gut or anything like that. I'm but just like a it, solid, it you distributes, know, yeah. Yeah. I, exactly. I distribute it well. So I'm like, oh, my goodness. And I've, I've come to the realization, and this is another age thing. Like, I don't burn calories anywhere nearly the way I used to. Like there, there was a time where I could do whatever the hell I wanted. Right. And I would hover between, you know, one ninety five and and two Oh five. No problem. Like, and I'm six feet tall, which is still a little bit more than I should be, but I didn't have to do anything. I have to work at it. Like I would be active in a sense where I'd be like, the, the, the things that I would do would be enough to burn the energy. And I was like, Oh my God, I, I got to figure this out. Cause at this point I'm like, I went to tie my shoes the other day and I was like oh what what is that feeling like <laughs> like what like, why, why, why I'm not a
0: hundred just, like, not. What is that
3: like why did I just breathe heavy? I just tied my damn shoes <laughs> um, and uh so so i'm I'm on this kick now or i'm i'm was was I, it was it was it sock shoe sock shoe or was it uh uh
2: sock 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 shoe, 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 shoe.
3: I can't remember which one it was but but i did i i did do that you probably, recently. you
1: know i Passed out.
3: (laughs) I did. I did do that recently, and I I remember I was in the middle, and I realized what I was doing. I kind of chuckled a little bit. I was like, "I'm going to do it the wrong way." So (laughs) so I did the sock shoe sock (laughs) shoe. So you you showed them. So I'm I'm 48 hours into um, managing uh, my intake, and I'm using a really cool app called the Lose It app, and it's been around for a while. You might have heard of it. Um, But uh, over the last two days, I'm averaging under. 400 calories ish under budget. Oh so,
2: yeah. That's good. good. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So, and like you said, Jack, you, you mentioned you shouldn't do it like all this one huge like lump. You got to like no. lose a pound yeah. a week because then,
1: then it becomes easy.
3: Yeah. And that, that's actually the goal that I set for myself to lose a pound a week, um, to hit my, 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 my first goal that I want. Um, and what the app does is cool. It actually gives you your budget based on your height, weight, age, the whole nine. Um, so my, Calorie budget is 2,200 calories a day. And I've been under by four or 500 each day so far, two days that's in good. a row. Yeah, I, so. I, think,
2: I think, yeah, I, I think if you really want to lose, like just like a,
3: just set it at 1,500 and you're
2: good.
1: You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's when, you, when, you get, when you get older, it's harder to burn off. Like you said, oh, it's harder to burn off the calories because I know when I was, again, reffing, especially the college games, for me to keep up with those kids, I literally would go on the treadmill four or five times a week work on mm-hmm. the Bowflex. I was skating a lot and I could keep up with them. I mean, it was hard. I mean, I would, I, you know, I, it, was, it was a lot of work, but if I wasn't doing that, but even then, I was, still wasn't burning off the calories that I used to. I mean, I used to lose a lot of weight when I'd rep all those games. I mean, I would be, yeah. you know, my wife would go, here, eat. you look too skinny. Right.
2: Like, you know, I was skinny. Of course, I was in my 20s and early 30s, but like, you know, when I did archaeology, I was always you know, 170 pounds, 175 pounds and but I was outside. people
1: were digging. People were digging you up when you were laying down. Well, hey, we I, found something.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was digging. Yeah, and and you're uh, you're a friend of mine. I I want to move back, you know, to Tennessee or the South at some point, and really Eastern Tennessee or or Western North Carolina. And a friend of mine was like, "Hey, like, there's a job opening up for what you do, exactly what you do at this place, if you want to apply to it." And I said, "Well, I was like, I don't want to be in a chair all day long." And I was like, "That's what I'm doing right now," and I've gained 15 pounds because I'm sitting in a chair all day. I was like, "I would like it." It's like I don't mind taking a job, but I want some kind of guarantee that I can do some outdoor field work right. some of the months of the year. Then there, he's like, "Oh, I think this is just an all-chair thing." I was like, "Uh, you know, it's okay." Because that's what I just, I just want. Can't, you get, a can't you get one of those?
1: Can't you get one of those bouncy balls to sit on? <laughs> just <exercise laughs> balls. Well, that's seen, you know. I've seen those videos. The,
2: the fad out here now is everyone is renovating their office spaces into standing desks. Yeah, because, because you know you can you can sit for an hour and then you can stand for an hour, and so it keeps you a little bit mobile, <coughs> and it's having some. You mean something trendy results. in California? Yeah, never. Mm-hmm. California's okay. never trendy. All right. <laughs> but uh, yeah.
3: Yeah, the, the, it was, there was someone saying that the. um that if you sit at your job for eight hours a day at a desk, it's actually as dangerous to your health as cancer. It was a quote that I recently saw. I mm. believe it. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, like if you look at me in comic con 2009, that was like the peak of me doing archeological work. And you can see my arms. I actually have some definition of my arms. I have a little bit of a sun color because I got outside a lot and I look healthy. Of course I'm 28 at the time too, but compared to now it's like oh it's like like i'm not doing that anymore and i kind of want to get back to where i'm you know with a shovel and digging and and doing things and getting some just exercise once
1: once you stop it's hard to get back into it
3: yeah Yeah, my my new my new not new job but then i moved locations so my where where i work now i was used to be in an indoor mall right um your, your traditional indoor mall just like Sucked. All the, all it, the food the, the amount of walking that you do is just to take the escalator up to the food court, right? And eat like Ooh. crap. Right. Um, but w- of which I always got a salad. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it was fried, but I got a salad. I, I, I'm now in uh, an outdoor lifestyle center as they refer to it. Um, so I can see the sunlight, which is nice, but also if I'm, if I'm on break or whatever, I just go outside to walk. It's nice. It's actually a nice little change.
2: It That reminded me of uh, when I was in India, because uh, last, oh, last January 2017, is that we were going to a wedding, my mom and I, and so they were providing the food for us all the time. And Americans are so spoiled in that breakfast, lunch, and dinner are very distinct meals. They're different. India, you basically eat the same thing over and over and over again. And after about three to four days, Mom finally snapped. you know she's like, "Can we go somewhere, please, to eat something different you know and like so we got out of Uber and uh we went to the mall and in the food court there, there was a McDonald's and so Mom was like, "Oh my God, yes, there's a McDonald's, and you get there, and you totally forget as an American that you don't eat beef in India it's illegal, <laughs> so you get up there and you're like
0: no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry, mom. It's the same thing here.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like you can have a chicken sandwich or a chicken sandwich, and you're just like,
1: <laughs> that's it.
2: Yeah, that's it. Or Did you our... see the video? What? Go ahead. Go ahead.
1: I was I was gonna say it, there was a video out today, and it's pretty tragic. This this guy, this these, it's, I think it's India. They have this mom's. He's a pallbearer, and his mom's, and they're going up some wooden handmade wooden ladder type thing. They're carrying her up to take her to the top. Huh. The ladder collapses. The casket comes down and crushes and kills the sun. Oh I mean it's t- I mean I, I I I didn't realize that they were going to show it, even though it's I well if I would have read it before you know beforehand said graphic. I said, ah, oh, how bad could it be? I said, well, you don't actually see the sun you just know that he's at the bottom of this pile and the casket comes down and and kills him. I said, God, that's just terrible just just sat. I mean, it just only because you were talking about India did it. Yeah.
0: Did a click.
1: But I was like, Oh my God, that's just horrible. That's awful. It's terrible. I mean, but you see the ladder, you're like going, what were they thinking? Cause it was just some flimsy bamboo type thing that they were carrying up the thing. and It was just too many of them on it and it gave way.
2: You guys go ever. I mean, I highly recommend it. Go to India, go to Southeast Asia. You will see so many things that people would flip. Their I watched, lids, and the I, I
1: watched Amazing Race. Yeah,
2: it's just like you know, when you see a, a tuk tuk um, or a, a rickshaw, yeah, um, well, when they all like, jump on the train, like, yeah, and it's like 10 people on that, or like the train, exactly, and there's like 100 people in one car, and you're like, oh my god, like, how do you get on that thing? And that's what she said, uh, but
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you better hold on. <laughs> But it's it's just because it's just so obtuse to us, you know, and like, you know, people in L.A. or New York or even probably Boston, like, you know, you complain about traffic and you like you go to Delhi and you're like, I will never complain about L.A. traffic in my right. life again, you know, because it's nothing. It's nothing because like we will sit through, what, two, three miles of traffic and that ruins our day. Try like 20 miles of traffic. and you're. Like, I,
1: I have days of ruin. I haven't been in traffic in a long time.
2: <laughs>
1: I, can, I can't stand it. I, it just irritates me to no end. And that's what yeah. I would kill me being on The Amazing Race. Yeah. I just why is it not moving?
3: Well, it like I will drive, say it. Like, it's just crazy. Boston was recently rated the worst traffic in the country. Oh, really? really? Yeah.
1: That's something to be proud of. It's a good thing <laughs> you don't live there.
3: At
2: least you went something. <laughs> well done, Jack.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I have a funny story to tell. It's not really oh, so yeah? funny, but sure. we're driving. My wife and I were driving to get she had to get some we're having my daughters have uh, my oldest daughter's having a baby a couple months. And so we're having the baby shower here. And so my wife to save money has been doing some things, her own crafts and stuff like this. She did this one thing that ended up probably costing $80. If she just would have bought, it would have been $30, but I had to say, Hey, it looks good. looks good. (laughs) She just kept running out of ink. I said, would it have been cheaper to buy it? You don't say that Jack. I said it, but but I said it in a joking way. But it, but this one looks better than the one you would have bought. But anyway, so we're driving. Get this, this, these, these, these. these she had these uh, thank you cards that she's designed and stuff like that, which are great. But we're driving there, and we have a. We live on a golf course, and there's a driving range, and they don't have a net on one side. Oh. The side, the side where the traffic is. They don't have a net. <laughs> and why you have to have why a, would you
3: not have a net? Or
1: the side I have no. I, I've been saying this for the longest time. We've been living here 16 years. I go. I can't believe cars don't get hit driving this way or people walking. or pe- Well, today, my car got hit. Ugh. I look up. I said, I said, Damn this it. is
3: Alexis." Yeah.
1: And it got hit. <laughs> it gets hit. I pull over. And my <laughs> wife goes, she goes, don't you go cause any problems? I go, which cracks me. It takes me like 10 <laughs> minutes to get out of the car.
3: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: But I look, I'm look. i looking. I go, no, I'm looking for damage. If damage, they're going to pay for it. Someone at the, uh, the driving rate is going to pay for it. But it just left marks, like rubber marks, whatever's on the golf ball. Ugh. On on, it didn't scratch, it didn't dent it. But if it hit the windshield or the window, Snogging by, I go. What if it hits one of them? It could kill somebody. Yeah. I go. There really should be a net. Up and then I'm thinking, and then there was four people there. And said he goes, "Why are you staring at him?" I go, "You know, one of them did it." <laughs> I go. It was a terrible. I mean, it. Was, she goes, "Was it a slice?" I go, "No, a slice would have gone to the, to the uh, left." I, I I go the, the right. What well, depends if your life run your Yeah, okay, right. I go, this was a pull, a bad one. I go, I don't know how you get it. It, it, it was hook. A, hook. a hook, a hook, yeah. I'm thinking baseball where you pull it. But I go, it it was terrible. But I they no one would look up. It was she goes, Jay. She goes
2: I, <laughs> I missed like half of that story. All I could think of was the ball hitting. And then Jack going, This is a Lexus.
3: This is a <laughs> <laughs> <my> well, Lexus. <laughs> my
1: my grandson does more damage to the car than the golf ball did. But it just, it just, I go, I go, What if that would have hit my window? Would have shattered the window? I go, Why? And then I just brought me back to, Why is there no net? Yeah. Why yeah, there there is, is there, there
2: no net? poor design on the, the range. I, owners.
1: It's my wife. It's just get in the car before you cause any problems. I go,
2: I'm wait. not yelling.
1: I'm not yelling at anybody. I go first. I go. I'm thinking something wrong with my car.
2: Yeah.
1: I go second. I just. I w- was hoping one would turn around. Hey, sorry, that was me.
2: Oh no! No one ever own no. something like that. Then they, anyway, they didn't owe you money.
1: But there was no damage to the car. I mean, we okay. just like, I just. Well, because it's a Lexus, it's not a piece of crap. So. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think you're fully in the right to actually, even if you wanted to cause some, some SH, you know, like, like you're in, in your right to be angry with that establishment for not protecting. Like, well, and I, and I have practiced at many a driving range and trust me, I need the practice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, I've never been to a driving range that is near a road that doesn't have a net. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it just, probably some stupid town ordinance that you guys have or the neighborhood ordinance where they probably don't want to have some, like a net structure being held up in the, to take away from the, 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 the I scenery. I I agree,
1: but it just I mean it slopes down, but it came flying. it just it, it missed the window by by a foot and a half, maybe. Yeah. If we would have been like a second later or maybe sooner, it probably would have hit the window. Which and is cool. And I
3: was gonna say one of the cool things made. in Massachusetts though is that um in massachusetts with your car insurance uh glass is a no deductible free replacement nice
1: <laughs> well i was there was no way i was going to pay for it oh, no yeah. way someone was going to pay and that there'd be a lawsuit because there's no net there
2: so that's how
1: you I'd, really sue. I'd sue <laughs> and then the other side there's a tree fell on the other side Did
0: and anybody hear other, it and
1: no, and it took the other net down. It's still, it's still down. It's it should a, it. You
2: should be on the board of tourism for Raleigh, Jack.
1: I should because I am the spokesman for everything he,
3: that's great in Raleigh. He would be the worst, uh, like tour guide for Raleigh because he would somehow <laughs> divulge it into something from San Diego. Yeah. He'd be like, "This here is the uh, the world's tallest uh, brick building," but you know what? Uh San Diego my guy from San Diego, you know. <laughs> Here's that, here's that <laughs> building
2: I used to work at. It was a really cool ice rink until they fired me. Oh!
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Brutal. They that's fired awful. us, but they keep calling us asking
3: us, Hey, do you know what happened? Anyway, <laughs> oh, that's all right. <laughs> hey, so, um, random change of subject. Have we got any requests from our listeners about what our next show should be? Did we put that poll up? Well, you tried to put the poll up. I tried to put the poll up, and
1: there's something wrong with Facebook that won't allow us to post post a poll.
3: So maybe we'll just post put a post on the page of just like, hey, throw your ideas down here. Make, yeah, I think um,
2: it's a good idea. They make pills for that guy, so the poll isn't going up. Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, well, it wasn't working for me either. So
2: at
1: least I'm over s- and have an
3: excuse. For those of you guys who are paying attention, we, we talked last episode about um, we want to find out what the next choice of TV show series or movie that we should watch and give you our review. The last one we did was um, Evil Genius, which seemed to actually have uh, gotten some interest in our page. I know uh, Dennis had mentioned that even though we did kind of have some, some pretty heavy spoilers during that review that he is looking forward to watching the series. No. Um, I, I have a... Potential suggestions I'll throw out there, but ultimately okay. this is the listener's choice. I was bored the other night and I was uh, flipping through HBO after I watched um, uh, this week's Westworld, Westworld. and mm-hmm. HBO has a new show out right now called succession. You I was a- actually going to
2: bring this up.
3: Yeah. So I checked out the, um, I checked out the pilot episode and I fell asleep last night, watching the second episode, not because of the content, but because I was exhausted. Uh-huh. Um, but um I like what I'm seeing. Like I, I think, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, what's the what's the main actor's name there? The old the he's, old guy.
1: He's in, Tro- in Troy's oh, and Cox, Cox. Cox. Brian Cox Brian Cox. Yeah, Bri- yeah. yeah.
3: Um, I love he him. Played
1: for, he played yeah. for the Patriots, didn't he, Brian Cox?
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was also the chief of Spurberry Police, but he know, was. Kind of. um, I've been watched. I watched the first couple episodes. Um, it is. Is pretty. it a dramedy or is it? Is it? It's, it's a drama. Not- a
2: drama. Okay. Oh, drama. okay. It is a drama, Jack. You know, I I brought it up after the fact of last episode that I meant to bring it up. Last episode, I forgot. Um, it's exactly what you think it would be, as in a a <laughs> father who built a company from the ground up and his spoiled kids. You know, and that's exactly what it is.
3: Some pretty scary parallels.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, in, exactly. There is a, in the second episode. I felt was not directed very well. It is good, but there's some scenes that I felt didn't have the impact that cause I could look at it and I could see that whoever wrote it wrote certain scenes to have this feel to it. But the like you'll, there's a baseball scene in it, Chris, and you'll see it when you watch it.
3: Yeah, I got to that scene.
2: Okay. That like what happens to the kid. I -hmm. felt that should have been a much bigger deal. Bigger deal, yeah, especially when they the lawyer goes up to the kid afterwards, like that should have been a much bigger impact of like how much of pricks these people are, and they didn't show it.
3: Maybe I did get through season episode two. I think I fell through episode three because I saw that in the entirety of that episode. Okay, so Um,
0: yeah,
1: how many many episodes have have, have, have there been three episodes? Three,
3: three, yeah. Yeah, Um, all right, I'm gonna give it a shot tonight, yeah. It's so weird because the main character, um um, Kendall, main, I think the his main name son. is. Yeah, the main son. Yeah, like, he looks exactly like a kid I went to high school with, and I can't <laughs> get it out of my head, um, which yep. is crazy. And uh Cameron Fry is in it, which is oh weird. yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> his character is is just funny, but it, it, it's cool because you know the the gist of the story is that you know you have the as Nick was mentioned the the spoiled kids, but. It's the the difference of all the kids, the, yeah. the like the how these kids were raised and what their expectations are with life, um, and just when you think you're getting to know a character, it's like whoa, what yeah, a I, dick. I, yeah, what a, exactly?
2: That that's actually the, the the takeaway you take away from a lot of things is like what a dick. Yeah, yeah. Is this the title? Of,
1: is this the title of the episode? What a,
2: what a, what a, what a Richard. What, what a dick. What a Richard. <laughs> I <right now>. um, <laughs> What a little Richard. What a, little, what a little Richard. Richard.
3: Um, but it's it's interesting. So I, 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 every show that I've ever really fell in, fallen in love with, I've fallen in love with it because of the characters. Yeah, And I can see how this could potentially be a show that will fall in line with that. Like I, I think that the characters are, each of them are so unique, but they're all tied into the same thing, which I think is really cool. Um, but uh, Jack, it, it's a recommend. I, I recommend... That if Even as an aside from what our, our listeners may recommend, I know that they've been asking us to look at series and, and so forth and so on. Um, well, we've been,
1: rec- we've been uh, focusing on Netflix shows.
3: Too. Yeah, and, and I was actually given a recommendation for a Netflix show today. Um, I forgot the name of it. I'm doing a quick Google search and I believe it is it's called... Staircase? <laughs> the Staircase, yes. Yeah.
2: Wow. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's net, it's, I think it's another crime thing
2: oh okay
1: i believe
3: well here these are some ideas for you guys out there listening to give us a your recommendation what you want us to give a review on um but yeah yeah the uh
2: this third episode though of uh what's it called again
3: successors success yes succession succession is that you know the main kid I, I, I i don't watch it i don't know
2: the main kid who's you know supposed to be taking over for Brian Cox's position. Like this one was such an interesting character study of a really conflicted guy. And I yeah. really, there's a scene in it where actually there's two really good things that happen with his character of just, he doesn't know how to play people. You know, the yeah. way a successful businessman is. And so he looks at the blonde, like secretary that's helped her dad, you know, the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, How do I do this? Do I come off with a guy who's got balls or do I come off with like the good guy? And she's like, I don't know, just go. And, like, you see it, like, the whole first part of the conversation, he's, like, the good guy. And then all of a sudden he just, like, throws out a big, like, oh, go F yourself, you know? And, like, right. it's just a pause on the phone, and the guy's just like, okay, kid. You know, like, and, it's just, yeah. and it, you just see this, this conflict within him of, like, I don't know how to come across as a strong businessman, but also stay a human being.
1: So he's playing good cop, bad cop with the same – yeah in his,
3: in his own mind in his own mind yeah. yeah um and there's this there's this like this rogue character that i'm not quite sure where he fits in if oh, at the, all for the, the way yeah dude. I love the cousin like, yeah <laughs> like <laughs> you get introduced to this character because he's ripping weed out of his one hitter on his car right before he goes into like his job orientation to be a mascot at a at a at a uh, amusement Same park, park yeah. <laughs> um, and then he gets sick and just boots inside this the, the inside the mascot's helmet and just got you know, puke spraying out of his eyes and you got this kid in the corner going
0: oh he's
3: puking out of his eyes. <laughs> what is going on with this guy but uh, e- and either way um interesting show I'm, I'm curious to see where it's gonna go i think it yeah. could be could be uh the next hit
2: i mean they're all interesting characters like it's like even um is it sieve the the daughter like her even her husband slash fiance or fiance slash boyfriend uh is even interesting because like he's such a kiss ass yes to the dad and everyone else but then to the cousin he's like don't mess with me you know he's like that strong. what's crazy
3: about that Nick you're so right is because it, I didn't realize until the third episode that they were the same person
2: <laughs> yeah like
3: that's 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 how crazy these characters are mm-hmm. is that like okay I, I think I, I think I officially like the show now now that we're talking about it, and it kind I'm of, sold like I, I think I'm sold on it because it's crazy that that dude is the same guy with the same watch guy. it's just
2: like
0: what yeah uh, like
2: I, I love that. I, I not I'm I not sure if you watch the third episode, but I love it though. When the kid, the cousin, comes in for his job, you know, and he's basically he's stealing biscuits or cookies from the the the, the communal uh, kitchen in a, in a in a office that you would, and he comes in the the guy who's the the brother-in-law, or whatever. He's just like he says something to him. He's like, "Are we are we sailing? Are we on the dock?" Am I wearing a skipper? You know, it's like he's like, Why are you wearing freaking boat shoes to a meeting? You know, no, <laughs> something only a true prick would say, you know, it's like who would notice that the kid is wearing freaking dock shoes?
3: You know? Oh, as an aside, too, Macaulay Culkin's brother is in the show. Yeah. Who is an in another interesting character? Yeah, very
2: interesting character. Yeah.
3: So, anyways, we, you we guys said, we've, yeah. Here here's our recommendation for the listeners. Go watch Succession and tell us what you think. Well, it's funny, I've been
1: watching the previews because they've been shown before Westworld. Right. right. I didn't see anybody it talking about right it. After
2: Westworld. Yeah.
1: I didn't hear anybody talking about it. So I said, Oh, it must not be any any good, but now I'm sold.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Check I, it out. I really don't want to say anything else more. We've already spoiled it enough as it is. But like, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: a, I'm just gonna start with episode four. <laughs>
2: But yeah, I I like it. I'm gonna keep watching it because like the other show, there's a the one on. I, I said it like I'm not sure if I said it privately on the show, but there was a show on Stars or Showtime called uh, Sweet Bitter, and that one like after two episodes, like this show's terrible. You know, like mm. you'd you like to root for things, but you're just like this is not that good. You know, you, you yeah. always wonder like who greenlights these things to make money. I mean, uh, you know puts money into it. Well, right. I know they
1: had there was a show. I think of Stars or Showtime with uh, it was Roadies or something like that.
2: Roadies, yeah. It had and such I, potential, and it just—I—I you know, I, I got to
1: like the second or third episode. I go, "All right, this just isn't working for me."
2: Yeah, because like, I really have—I used to have a lot of respect for James Cameron. No, James Cameron, uh, Cameron Crow, because yeah, and mm-hmm. that is right up his alley because he wrote a lot right. of those episodes because that's his life on the road. And I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be good." All famous, yeah, exactly. Because it's back to what he knows, Cameron Crow doing music, and there is some episodes that are were good, and there's some that are just like and, and this and is. He, completely
1: he, you want to root for him because he's from San Diego. Oh God. <laughs> right. Here we go. There you go.
2: Yeah, but they got canceled after one season. So I didn't finish it. I just said
1: I can't. I mean, I liked the, the actors. It was uh, what, mm-hmm. uh what's it, Wilson? Not yeah. Owen Wilson. Wilson. Yeah,
2: Luke. Luke. Luke, Luke Wilson. Wilson,
1: and and had the, the, the girls in that. I she's in a lot of stuff, but I just uh it was terrible. Just could I couldn't I couldn't finish it, and I hate I hate that. It's like it, I think I don't know if it just had too many characters or.
2: I just, thought, I think the show didn't know what it wanted to be. Uh, right. Because exactly, if they would have kept it to, because I mean, think about, it, you had the Luke Wilson and the the main girl or like the whole, are they going to get together? Are they getting together? And then you had like the groupie thing and then you had the girl who just loves the music and then you had the kid who uh used to be a roadie for Pearl Jam and now he's ready for this band and then you had the the tour manager who had been there since right. Leonard Skinner in the 70s. And you've had too many things going on at one time and too many stories where like, like, you didn't really attach to a character.
1: Well, that's a problem with a show like that. If you, if you had, you can have two good storylines. I, I used this on – it must have been some podcast we were doing. It might have been this one. I don't know. But Caprica. <laughs> Caprica. was uh, Caprica. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. one, of the, one of the stories I loved. Yeah. But the modern-day story was boring. Mm-hmm. Or the, the pre story, whatever it was, the real life story the one where they were in the where she was in another world, that was fascinating. The other part was just boring. Yeah.
2: I
3: just couldn't stand was it Eric Stoltz was in that show. Eric Stoltz, yeah. yeah. I, I just could I can't stand him. <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> he, I, I loved him in Fast Time Bridgemont High. I liked I him as Marty McFly. Marty McFly, right? Yeah, he was great. <laughs> McFly, yeah.
1: uh, he was Picoli's friend in uh, Fast Time Bridgemont High. That's yeah. right.
2: Yeah, he was in a couple of good ones though, like a uh, Memphis Bell and Memphis Bell's excellent yeah. movie. Yeah.
1: A lot of people haven't seen that movie, but they should.
2: Well, oh, they should. Yeah, like two of the best underappreciated World War II movies came out roughly at the same time. You have Memphis Bell and the Tuskegee Airmen, that both came out in the early nineties, are yeah. both excellent awesome movies. Uh, way better than Red Tails that came out that Lucas did. Like Tails yeah, Red Tails was
1: Red, Red Tails was boring.
2: It was so bad. Yeah, like yeah. But, but Tuskegee Airman has a oh, all. Cla- I mean, I mean, you have uh, Lawrence Fishburne, Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, it's basically every except from Denzel Washington. You have basically every famous black male actor ever in that movie. And it's oh, mm-hmm. it was it was, it's, it was so
1: uh, it's a good movie. Excellent. Yeah. And Memphis Bell, excellent.
2: Memphis Bell, yeah, it's a great movie. I mean, I love I love the air parts of war too though i think it's it's a because everyone always shows combat and all that but like the, you know if you can show a good air battle but that, and then that's a, even with um dunkirk my favorite stuff was all the flying stuff i loved all that
3: yeah Sydney didn't like Dude. Dunkirk. the flying scenes of dunkirk were bananas yeah that was awesome because that gave you like the the real feel like I've never felt more like a fighter pilot in any like or those movies than I did yeah. when watching Dunkirk. I did
1: I did when Snoopy would would fight the Red Baron. <laughs> the Red I Baron. really I really <laughs> felt into that. That but,
2: was always my favorite thing with Snoopy with with anything peanuts was always the Red Baron. Just, now
1: with the, who was the pilot in uh, the movie that was running out of fuel in Duncan?
2: Bane. Dunkirk?
1: Oh that's yeah, it was. Bane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. You yeah, he was also in Banner Brothers.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I know. Yep. Let, he dies. I'm sorry. Ah, spoiler. spoiler. Yeah, he actually he plays. A- he, plays yeah. he plays Janovich.
2: It's funny because, like, you look at. Don't you,
1: salute the Germans.
2: Yeah, exactly. You go back and watch Band of Brothers now. That should be one of my trivia questions for you guys. Like, what a uh, what? Oh, it's a who's who. Uh, name all the uh, current Marvel superheroes that are or just superheroes that are in Band of Brothers. So many. Well, you got.
1: You got. You got uh, Apollo from uh,
2: BSGs in it. Yep, Hawkeye is in it, right? Hawkeye okay. is
3: not him. Brothers, what am i thinking
2: um you have magneto's in it you have mm-hmm. um um xavier's in it uh oh Magneto,
3: dude
2: and it's mostly all the british actors
3: it's all the british actors yeah wait Bane. is Banner brothers the one where he's he's shooting the sniper from like, the, the water fountain under all the dead bodies no that's that's uh, enemy at the gates enemy at the gates that's Magneto,
2: right no that's jude law Oh Jude goodness.
1: Law's not in Band of
2: Brothers. Jude Law, though, is going to be in the new Harry Potter film. That's not oh, really interesting. Harry Potter. It's uh, a <laughs> Fantastic Beasts.
1: Oh, fascinating!
2: I do like uh, Enemy at the Gates, though. That's uh, another movie that doesn't get a lot of good credit because yeah, I don't, Air, I don't think Air I've Air seen playing the German yeah. sniper and um, dude.
3: That scene is so intense.
2: But I don't think is, I've but, seen Enemy at the Gates. Oh yeah, it came out in like two thousand one, two thousand. Like that. it was, oh, it was yeah. Jude Law's very first lead actor. uh, Part because he'd always done side stuff until then, and uh, I mean, it's not a classic, like, you're not gonna be like, Oh my god, it's so good, you've got to go watch it. But it's a solid, like, B plus, A minus movie. It's just a was
3: well, that weird... old
1: looking in this movie?
2: No, I mean, it's it was 18 years ago or so, so okay, right. but it's 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 a good one. I'll tell
3: you that that, that one scene is probably, I think, the, the iconic scene whenever you see like any replays of it or whatever, that's like the, the keynote scene where. Like, to kind of shape it up for you, Jack. Like, so Jude Law is behind enemy lines, essentially, right? And he's wh- what? was the the forces he was attacking at that point? Those no, are the no. Germans.
2: It's, it's the Battle of Stalingrad.
3: Okay, Battle of Stalingrad. So he, Jude Law's character is like they just got like wiped out, and he's playing dead right in like a, a well like a, like a wishing well like in a oh, town the, center.
2: center yeah fountain yeah it's fountain, er- early in the film
3: yeah yeah in the again like in a fountain like in the center of a town obviously the fountain's not working but it's just littered with dead bodies and he's playing dead and um he has like an inch to like look through a crack or whatever it is and to see what's going on and i'm not gonna gonna spoil what happens but it's just such like this this like you felt your well you're, i felt like i was playing a video game when yeah, i was watching that, that it's scene it's
2: very video game-esque. Yeah. um
3: and it's it's actually really really incredible it's a, just, a very very cool scene
2: the same scene like the same thing is like um later when he actually is a, a sniper and mm-hmm. the whole factory scene uh, yeah. of him trying to find ed harris and the germans are bombing the building while he's trying to shoot ed harris You're just like oh my god like the the intensity uh, the in- intensity is that the work you like yeah. um of just Imagine being in a building where you're trying, you know, if you move, you're going to get a bullet through the head. But then also at the same time, people are from the air bombing the building you're in. It's just, yeah, it's a good movie.
0: All
1: right. I wrote it down. Yeah.
2: I will give it a shot.
1: There you go.
3: We got lots of media suggestions today. We're on fire here. Uh On fuego.
1: Well, I I still find it hard. People have not seen Band of Brothers. Oh, yeah.
2: I go, come on, people. You know, it's funny because, like, I know Jackie and I have talked about this before. Like, Band of Brothers is a 10 out of 10. It's so good. It's and then perfect. 10 years, yeah, and then 10 years later, The Pacific, which has its moments of greatness. But then it's one of those shows that, like, if Band of Brothers is on, I'm watching it. But if The, right, comes, if the Pacific comes on, I'm like,
3: eh. I'll catch an episode wherever
1: it's on that night, whatever. Yeah. No big deal. It, it, unfortunately, it didn't have the same – it didn't have the same – uh you weren't invested in the characters. Exactly, you know, these characters are real. We're talking about it. I always, but Band of Brothers did such a great job of when they were talking to the actual veterans, mm. and okay. they're, and they're, and you're you're getting their story, and then at the end you find out who they actually are. I mean, to this day, I cheer up when I'm when they're when they're when they're tearing up, mm-hmm. like when uh, oh. when uh, oh, I'm drawing back on his name, uh, uh, main guy. Um, Made it all the way to major. Um,
2: oh, um, Winters.
1: Winters. When he's telling that story at the end about heroes, and I, I just I tear up every time. My wife goes, "Are you crying?" I go, "No." <laughs> she goes, "You know it's gonna come." I go, "I know."
3: But dude, that that shows the the score to that show. Oh, that's yeah, great! Yeah, oh, so good. And you hear that every time you're watching an episode, you hear that intro. It's just like uh... I, my, I, my wife I, always I,
2: said. I learned something really interesting about 7 Private Ryan, though. Like, um, it's just a little tidbit. But it's just one of those things. Like, you remember the in the you know the first twenty five minutes of it, when they get, finally get past the bunkers and yep. the two Polish or the two guys that the Germans that come up and say don't shoot, and they shoot them anyway. And then the guy that makes that smart ass comment is like, "Look, I washed for dinner. If you actually know Polish, they say don't shoot me. I'm Polish." And you're like, yep. "Oh my god, they yep. shot those guys." and it's just, it's just heartbreaking. The fact that like they weren't there by voluntarily means like they were forced yeah. to be there and then they got shot.
3: Well, it's interesting. I mean, the, the, the actual real downer is think of how much that actually happened. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, you, you watch the scenes and it was, it's supposed to be pretty realistic and these
1: guys are getting killed before they even get out of their little boats. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a shooting. I mean, you, they sent those guys into battle knowing that many were not coming back yeah it was just it was just all right we got the numbers we're eventually going to wear wear them out i mean that's just i that is as a i couldn't send people into battle that way i i I can only send people okay you got a sporting chance that's what would make me a a lousy general okay i can only send you to battle because you had a sporting chance to survive but just knowing that you're well, half you people on this side are probably going to die.
3: Well, that that's, that's a theme that Dunkirk, I mean, I, I shouldn't say the movie stole, but like the movie also of Dunkirk really portrayed really, really, really well is that it was just that feeling of, of desperation, right? Because yeah. you, you, you keep going back and forth and you hear the dialogue between the British, um, you know, uh, commanders or whoever they, I don't know who they were, but, um, they're, they're talking on the beach in front of these like 50,000 troops that are on the beach right who are waiting for a, a you know boat and they're really saying that group's gonna die they're not gonna live they might live these guys are coming with us that's all we're gonna do like it's just amazing that those decisions are being made
4: it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper
3: in um, Same Private Ryan, you had the you had the the dock scene right from Dunkirk, uh, which is just like oh my god. Or actually, even the scene even before that, when the guy's trying to break free, and he is getting shot by the, and his buddies get shot, and he has to hide behind the bunker, and he he runs and he gets behind. And there's this huge battle, of people following him through the town trying to get free, and then having to pretend that he wasn't French, right? Like right, right, and, right. Like, like just all of that was just. Incredible.
2: I I, I watched a, a short the other day and I now really regret not sending you guys the link because I couldn't find it again if you put a gun to my head. But it's a short film, I'm not sure who made it. It is a European short. Um and it's basically kind of like what I was talking about earlier, is like you have two guys that are not German at D-Day who are just sitting up on the ground, and then the first planes come over to bomb um the area. And they're freaking out. And then, of course, a German grabs them and then throws them in one of the pillboxes with the machine guns and then completely locks the door behind them. So they have no choice but to be in that pillbox and fire the machine guns to stay alive. And you just see them as, you know, firing these machine guns as all these Americans are coming at them. And then finally, when they run out of ammo, they just are just beating the door, trying to get out to stay alive, and it's like, oh my! And you, and for the first time, you're actually rooting for Germans because you don't want them to die. which is like, right. oh my God! And it's, it's like crazy. It was a great little short of like, wow, war from a different perspective. And you um, said submarines that reminded me. You have seen Das Boot, haven't you, uh, Chris? You really need to watch Das Boot. Can That's i not Daniel Day. Oh, sorry, I'm
3: muted. You, you, you saw my me head shake my head. No, uh, no, I have not seen it.
2: Das Boot is like nineteen eighty or 81 eighty one, eighty two. It's a very long, but unbelievably good submarine movie. It is. Okay. It is the submarine movie. It's the only one you ever need to watch. Anyone out there?
1: The Hunt for Red October.
2: Different kind of submarine movie, but <laughs> Das Boot is superb.
3: Okay. All right.
2: As in D A S Peterson. Yeah, D A S B O O T. Yeah, about great. So
1: we have. What about Grey Lady Down"? Charlton Heston is filmed in San Diego. Oh, yeah, was well, older. Yeah.
3: Roger Ebert gives it a perfect score.
2: Yeah,
1: it was was that Daniel Day Lewis? No, no, no that's, that's way before. What, what am I thinking? It's a, there's, a, there's somebody
3: in it. That, it's a foreign film, right? Yeah, it's a it German is. film. Yeah, German film. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. I'm I'm looking at the cast right now. See, how many I saw it on out. HBO. There's, back all, in there's the only
2: day. one famous person in it that I can think of that you would know if you saw his face. And it's the main guy who's the captain.
3: Hans Krimler, Jurgen Praschow.
2: I don't know his name, but I just know his face. He's been in lots of things. He was in
3: Dune! Dune, yeah! <laughs> there you go. Well, don't hold that against me. <laughs> awesome. He's also in 24. Interesting. Hmm. Cool. All right, Das Boot it is. I will das watch Bet.
2: that. Yeah, you should watch it. It's a good one. I mean, it's, cool. it's, it's, it's a good... It's a long movie, but it's a good just what it's like to be on a u-boat it's a good movie
3: oh yeah two and a half hours huh yeah okay
2: is it two and a half i I think there's a director's cut though that's actually longer than that. a lot of
1: people wouldn't go on a submarine would you guys go on a submarine no i'm too
2: tall to be on a submarine i would
3: never do it i would do it all right we're we're gonna get political for a second here i actually got claustrophobic today and I i don't i don't i don't mean for this to turn into a political discussion but i have to reference a political issue So we've seen all over the news and all over political Facebook groups um, that we might have in our network um, about the unfortunate circumstance of these kids being um, taken away from their families. Right. Right. Um, Awful situation. But we're going to skip past that for a second because I actually got claustrophobic today thinking about it. I was watching. I was watching the videos of like these um, of these families and these kids who are just being put behind chain link fences, right? I can't believe, I can't even imagine. I I would flip out if I was behind that that fence. I would absolutely flip out if I was in that room of just, of the, you know, the, whatever you want to call them, uh, camps. I don't even know what the hell they're calling them, but like I couldn't imagine being in a 100 foot by 100 foot Fenced in area, I would lose my lose my mind. What's what keeps me from going to prison, right? Huh. And seriously, to, to I mean, going going even on of a smaller scale, I could never ever be in a uh, a submarine. I would go bananas.
1: I think I could do it. I as long as I could run around and I mean, walk my dog like uh, like a Gene Hack. Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Well, the I thing to- is what you don't you know, realize is that you know there's so many comforts that we're used to you know like imagine being on a submarine though especially in like World war ii or korea or something like that to where there's basically three shifts in the day or two shifts i think it's two where you shower once a week if that you're eating the same thing over and over again and oh your
1: mom, we know your mom couldn't handle it
2: yeah but couldn't handle not at all uh and you know when you're off duty You're crawling in the same rack that some guy just got out of, and those sheets are never washed. You're sleeping in some other guy's filth. I mean, and you're breathing in the same recycled air over and over and over again. So, so
1: are you trying to make the recruiting process for the? uh, Well,
2: it's different now. It's different now. You know, the atomic, the nuclear submarines are much bigger and much more spacious. But you know, I'm talking about the old diesels.
3: oh and and great thanks so i'm actually reading the the tagline for this movie it is the claustrophobic world of a world war ii german (laughs) boredom filth and sheer terror
2: what about the civil war type uh, submarines they had oh my god the henley yeah no no, sir i mean those guys died
3: yeah how about about desmond's submarine not desmond
2: don't think i know that one yeah
3: no from lost Lost.
2: oh right (laughs) okay yeah
1: oh the submarine that didn't really go anywhere right Okay,
2: which I have one of two armor jumpsuits. Nice. Oh. I know. Janno know. Jackson. I thought Chris had sent it too. Maybe not. Um, but yeah. Like I mean, I'm t- telling you, Chris. Like, he, anyone out there who's not seen Das Boot, do yourself a favor and watch Das Boot. If you like All war, over it. If you like war films, you will love like them. this Movie.
1: Because yeah. you might want to watch it in open space. I think so. Mm-hmm. Find a drive-in that has it. Lane somewhere. Do you yes. have any drive ins in your area?
3: I do. Yeah. you do. about 10 minutes away. Nice. I was thinking about taking Emma to go see The Incredibles, actually.
2: Everyone I know who's seen Incredibles too has said it's really, really good.
3: I've heard the same. Yeah, I'll check it out. I, I I haven't seen Incredibles one since Nor, it came out. I, I, was like, I wasn't going to say it. Like I've, I've seen bits and pieces. <laughs> I I probably was sitting in somewhere stoned watching it at one point. Like I that's the I red.
1: That's the family in that. Yeah, red. I I, yeah, I don't remember.
3: Red. I don't remember as a whole movie. So I should probably watch that too, and then go. But yeah, I'm watch looking the forward to it. us boat and then the Incredibles. Okay, I think that's the order you should that's watch lineup. Yeah, it's a double feature right there. If I have ever heard one,
2: yeah. Yeah, so Jack's got two war II films to watch.
3: I've seen Dust Boat. Oh, yeah. Okay, good. I haven't. I've no, seen he hasn't it. seen Enemy of the Gates. Yeah. Oh, that's important. No, I haven't seen Enemy yeah, at the of Gates. Enemy of the
2: Gates. But I'm just like, I didn't, You didn't really admit that you had seen Dust Boat, so I was, No, I said I saw
1: it. I think it was. It came, I didn't see it in theater. It came, I think it was, I saw it on HBO. Okay. Da da da. I probably. It was probably so long that they had. That's when they used to do the intermission.
2: Intermissions. The only. So, the only movie I've ever seen in theaters that had intermission was Braveheart. That was the only one I can remember. Yeah,
3: I remember that. Yeah. Wait did did Watchmen have an intermission? It should have, but it didn't. I think it did. If, okay, at least maybe I'm making that up. I have no idea. Anyways, um, so Nick, question: hmm? director's cut or non-director's cut?
2: I would, I would say director's cut because that's the one I own and I watch. Okay, and uh, you
3: know, is it accessible?
2: What do you mean? As in, watch. Can
3: you yeah, I haven't been on the the Captain Nefarious um, ship in a while. I'm trying to think of where I can watch it. I'll figure it out. It's
1: not on I mean, Netflix or Hulu or anything like that.
2: But you, you know, any submarine movie since then always copies some like you know if you watch uh was it was the one that matthew mcconaughey you know u five seven one
3: right yeah that
2: movie copies so much from so many submarine movies and you're just like
0: mm.
3: oh so the director's cut is the two hour two and a half hour version looks like okay. they're, the original cuts two hours and eight minutes
2: yeah but, yeah so just watch the director's cut then. Yeah. yeah you're good
3: okay yeah don't cheapen yourself no all right cool go, go the distance that.
2: I Always will. go with the director's cut.
3: If I stream it, it will come. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Another good movie. Yeah, like all the Sandlot guys were at Dodger Stadium. Um, oh, cool. Was it? was it Sunday or Saturday? But yeah, like they one of them posted up a, a, a Instagram video of all of them in the infield, and I was like, oh my god, look at them because you know they're all our age, Chris, and you're just like, <laughs> like look how old you guys are. <laughs> so, so many so
1: lines funny. You, you can't say anymore.
2: I know. You play ball like
1: uh, not a person that plays ball.
2: You know, it's because the broadcast actually talked about that like two episodes ago where uh, because Amanda, I'm pretty sure it was Amanda, said that she loves the Sandlot, even though it has a lot of that stuff in it. She goes, I don't care. She goes, I love that movie. And, you know, of course, then they got into the whole, you know, like that, the political correctness of it. But yeah, exactly. I
1: I still I still use that line. I'm old and I, I just use the I'm well, I'm old. Cause I'll use it. I I I go. You play what? ball like a girl.
2: It's just funny though, but like because they talk about that. Like someone was saying that. Like they heard. And it I know goes. I
1: know it's wrong. So don't send your hate mail. I know it's wrong, but it's it's <laughs> it's It's, it, it's the scene, It's it's not the line. It's the reaction of the kid. Yeah. And there's a scene in there where he's run where he where 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 he he gets up there when they if they first write in he has his catcher's mitt. He gets mad. He goes like to throw it on the ground, but he throws <clears> it back. And another kid catches it, and he's kind of like shocked it came back to him. I always wonder if that was planned, or did they just keep rolling with it? Hmm. He watched the scene. It's pra- it's he, goes to, he, he goes to throw yeah. his glove down, and he throws it, but it, it doesn't hit the ground. He goes back, and then another kid behind him, like a little blonde hair kid, hmm. I think, catches the glove, and he's kind of like shocked by it, but he, they just keep going on with the scene. And people always go, what are you talking about? I go, you have to watch the movie closely. Yeah.
2: If you're going to send your hate mail to Jack for anything insensitive, you should do it because he called Jay a girl for most of his life.
1: That's no, his I wife. call him a cement, a cement head. Oh, that too. Cement head and a dork. I'm just messing. Well, I I used to do what I was reffing. I would call – I would – I would – I would. Uh, when the – because we had girls and boys, you know, playing. So I said, all right, all right, guys, let's get up here. And they look, we're girls. I go, oh, that's right. And the guys would come up. All right, ladies, let's go. We're – and they just thought it was funny, but I guess now you can't, you can't, you can't do that. But it was just
2: let's go, it was, Jughead. Yeah. It's
1: just having just having some fun with them, yeah. keeping the game uh, light.
2: Another another um, director's cut that you guys we've already brought it up once before. If you haven't seen that, Jack, you should watch the bootleg copy of Almost Famous, which is a lot longer film, and it's a, it's way better because uh, because there's a lot more.
1: I didn't even know there was a bootleg.
2: Yeah, it's called it's called almost famous the bootleg cut, and I forget how long it is, but it's it, it's a, a lot more stuff to it.
1: Is there more? Ce- is there more scenes in San Diego?
2: I don't know about that.
1: Okay, but, that's, that's
2: but yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, you know, in other in other news, I just bought Das boot.
2: <laughs> oh, nice! Through
3: through it. dot com slash Amazon, I mm-hmm. bought it. Um, for ten dollars yeah most time it's pretty cheap yeah yeah so it was i got the director's cut uh for ten dollars and it looks like nick here, here here's a, a a stunning twist i believe the director's cut is shorter no does that make, does that make sense usually the director's cut is always it, longer it's longer because he's
1: it's director's cut because they he's had to cut out parts that
3: i get it but i think hold on let me look at this uh Oh, he downloaded the wrong one. No, I I bought a physical disc. Yeah, it's in here. because uh, I can't, you can't download it anywhere. I mean, you can del, you can download about. I don't think you can stream the director's cut. I think you have to buy the disc. What um, cent
1: What century were we in? You, you can't just stream it.
3: Well, you know, it's an old movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, Here's um, cut. this is what it looks like. Two two hundred nine minutes director's cut. Like? Boat.
1: I think you got Dossa ripped off.
3: <laughs> it means the boat. Yeah, well, it's on its way. Um, does,
2: this, does this look like, Chris?
3: Well, <coughs> I could stream it for. Show me again. Yeah, that's the one I bought. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh, I could stream it for four dollars, or buy it for ten. I'll buy it.
0: Yeah. In fairness, it's it's the first
3: physical media I've purchased in like five years. Wow. Yeah. I still.
2: I don't have that.
1: anything. I don't have anything to play it in.
2: It's, got, it's got kind like when, of like when Stranger Things Season 1 came out, and it came out on a limited edition VHS tape box set. I went, I've got to buy it just because I want the packaging.
1: Yeah. Sorry. Wait, Stranger Things came out on VHS?
2: No, it came out on Blu-ray, but the box it comes in is a VHS tape. Oh, it looks okay, like a v- okay, So you pull it out okay. of the bottom, and then all the oh, discs okay, are in there. I can show it to you. I you said, want. man,
1: did we go back in time? <laughs>
3: I'll have it on Friday. Perfect. All right, good good movie for the weekend. I got Oh, I'm going to another concert this week. Actually, I'm actually going to see Dave Matthews on Friday. Dave Matthews. Yeah. Nice. I'm not crazy about Dave Matthews, but uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say fun. anything. It's always a fun show, you know. My, my I better wife... than fun. Yeah,
2: you know, like the thing is is that like when I in the 90s, late 90s and early 2000s, I was a widespread panic fish guy. Always was. And then you always had the Dave Matthews crowd. And
1: wait, you said a panic fish? Widespread panic. Yeah, widespread
2: panic, which is a southern jam band, which is more like Jack, like Doobie Brothers S, very Grateful Dead. And then you have (laughs) (laughs) have fish, which is more spacey, Frank Zappa like kind of jam (laughs) jamming. Um, which is basically just an excuse to take a lot of drugs and go listen to music. Yep. And then you have Dave Matthews, which is more commercial, but still he did jam. Um, and most of my friends that listened to panic and fish constantly ripped on Dave Matthews fans. Cause we were like, you're those yuppies. You're the future yuppies that drive your BMW to the Dave Matthews band concert. And then go like, I'm a hippie. <laughs> and like, but
3: that's just us. That was our biased opinion. It's so true though. And yeah. I'm not calling myself a yuppie, but, yeah. um, I will say though that the that they've changed. Not they, they have they have not actually changed. Actually, the scene has changed, right? Okay. Because Dave Matthews is no longer commercial. True, right? very true. So yeah. Dave Matthews now he just released a new album. Well, he's um,
1: made he's recently. made his money, and he's now he's he, it's all about art.
3: Well, yeah, but, but the thing is that the people that have stuck with Dave Matthews are the people who actually, I mean, this is a, a very much a generalization, I get it, but I feel like the people that have stuck with Dave Matthews were before in, in 1998, 1997, when I would go see him in high, you know, 96, 97, I was in high school. You go see him, and it was an excuse for high school idiots and um, college kids to go and drinking, and, and, and you'd have like all the jocks starting fights and all this BS. And it was like, kind of like the first real excursion of getting into like a, like a, a concert scene. Right. And right. that was kind of all the BS behind it. Um, those people have now since grown up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and the, the scene at Dave Matthews now is don't get me wrong. There's still a bunch of high school kids and, and college kids that go to it, but, but the, but the, but the, the set list, and the music they put together and, they, and the and the set list they put together are definitely, they're not playing for a record label now. Yeah. right and that and that's actually i, I think why i i'll say it, i enjoy watching him perform i won't I, i'll sit at home and listen to him because my wife listens to him nonstop. stop but i i actually enjoy going to the shows because i have a, a much greater appreciation for the music right, right. Yeah. um and they're very very talented dudes in that band
2: yeah i i want to clarify that like Anyone out there who's a Dave Matthews fan, it was not my opinion, it was not a reflection upon the music of just merely the crowd.
1: Uh, just remember him. he remember
3: how he said Dave
1: Matthews sucks.
2: I did he not was. say Dave Matthews sucks, because he is a very talented musician. Well, dude,
3: I I look back now at at the crowds and that were at the it was terrible. Like it was yeah. awful. It was just a bunch of clowns. Um and there's still some of that there now, but <laughs> it's 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 so interesting when you have a band who was playing for a label before. Mm-hmm. Um and is playing for the art of it now, and playing for labels. It's like, I guess they're they're trying to sell albums, right? But no, but you can tell they're they're in it for the the right reasons. And I, I don't think they ever weren't in it for the right reasons. I think that's the music industry kind of dictating a lot of that too. Like, yeah. um, I I actually have respect for that band. Yeah, like because, he, you know, well, one last thing, because if you think about it, it's like like Dave Matthews, like. Anybody who's heard Dave Matthews, all of his sound, all of his songs from his perspective and from this is my opinion. I think he sounds exactly the same in yeah, every song. Yeah. But what differentiates their music is the band. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, notwithstanding the um, the allegations against Leroy. Um, what's his name? The <laughs> the violinist. I don't know if you heard that
2: story or not, but
3: still he, the original guys. He is not on tour right now.
2: No, they had one guy die.
3: He had no, one guy no. die. And then um, the uh, dude—I don't know if you read the stories about Leroy. No, not great. Hmm. There's A little like, bit of a me a me too movement with Leroy and uh, uh, a young a young man. Wow,
2: but you know, like it, it's funny with like musicians and like sometimes they make it really early, and then sometimes they make it late. And yeah. like I remember an interview with Eddie Vedder, who's the lead for Pearl Jam. Jack, um, um, I, I knew that. Never, that's okay, right. you never know. I'm not. And I'm not really into Pearl Jam, but I knew who he was. But like he was, he. I remember him talking about that. How he never considered himself part of the, the grunge movement, the whole early '90s sound. He but, created it. Well, I mean, because like Nirvana, I'm not and, it. Yeah, Nirvana and so many other bands like took up that mantle. And like he said, like you know, this is our first record, and like I thought like it would be like three or four records in before we even got big, but it just blew up. And then a lot of our fans kept wanting that record over and over and over again. And they did. Like if you listen to Pearl Jam, they did. They changed like a lot of bands do. Each album was different than the one before.
3: Hugely different. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll say, the first CD I ever purchased, my, my my first venture into transitioning from cassette to CD mm-hmm. was Pearl Jam Ten.
2: Wow, that's, you were you were eleven.
3: Yeah. Was
2: I? Yeah. Came out in ninety one. Well, good job, there, yeah, Rain Man. My god. Uh well I mean I cuz I remember like my first CD I bought was uh Metallica's and just for all. Cuz I I still remember buying those late 80s CDs when they were in the long box.
3: <laughs> yeah, well so Oh yeah. Fair, I those, those so I games. I definitely didn't buy it in 91. Okay. Um but I think the first CD I purchased was 10. Hmm. Just happened to be late to the game I, I apparently. I don't I remember it was that old. I
1: don't remember my first uh, CD probably boston or journey or something like that
3: uh fun fact my first dvd i ever purchased mm-hmm. Spaceballs. spaceballs
2: oh. mine was remember the titans
3: <laughs>
1: we are the titans mighty <laughs> mighty Titans. Together,
2: i remember like it was cheap because I, I i was very anti dvd for a long time because i grew up thinking at my dad like why would i pay $20 for one movie when i can go to walmart and buy a 6 to 8 hour vhs tape and record 3 to 4 movies on it you know and that's the way i thought for a long time and well, so you
1: sound like my mom i know i've told this story before but when i first got my car I, she goes you can have my 8 track tape player i go i don't <laughs> I, I go i don't want your 8 track tape player but yeah. i had all, i had tons of cuz that my my thing, my wi- hi-fi, whatever you want to call it. I had my room record player slash eight-track tape player. I had tons, Led Zeppelin, Queen. I had all these eight-track tapes. He goes, what are you going to do with those? I go, well, I'm going to throw them away unless you want them. I go, but, <laughs> I go, no, I go, tapes are what's in. I go, because with eight-tracks, you, you couldn't just go, it clicked, but you couldn't get to the song you wanted, basically. right? right. I said, no, well, I go, yeah, I'm going gonna gonna to go what? with tapes.
2: So you, had, you had basically you had four, you had four buttons per right. eight, eight track, and you had four songs usually per track, and you had to right. listen to all four
3: songs. Yeah, and
2: that's,
3: I don't remember eight track, so I, I don't know if it just, it, it just out of my mind or my parents. Uh, my earliest memory of my parents' cars were cassette players. Cassette, yeah, it's, or just actually just radio.
2: Yeah, it's just it's just before our time, Chris. Yeah, the, the only reason <laughs> why I know eight tracks is because, um my GTO I own had an eight track in it and I had 16, eight, eight, tracks that came with it and I used it sometimes.
1: Well, they were just so bulky and we, it, it was just, I go, no, I go, I'm not, I go, I'm not having eight tracks in my car, but I think the Dharma band that they gave away at the, uh, Really? At the th- I think it does have an because doesn't the one at, on in Lost have an eight track tape player? It does. Yes. Yeah, it did. The one they found an eight track tape player and they put an eight track tape player that's in awesome. the Dharma van. But so, did it? But
2: that, that, that did, it but did it come with Three Dog Night? <laughs> I, the, think it, I think. I think.
1: I think. It, I could be wrong. We should ask Frank who has it. I think it did. I mm-hmm. seriously was going to steal it. I mean, that thing was like thirty five, forty thousand oh,
2: yeah. dollars. I, I went to a car show two weeks ago. Um, and San Marino, which is apparently the really rich area of the Inland Empire. Or not technically the Inland Empire, but it's right there south of Pasadena. And they had three or four late 60s BW minibuses. And I was in love with all of them. They were just so gorgeous and so perfect. And like one of them had the camper and all the stuff inside of it. I was like, oh, my God, they're just so – I mean, you can't – I would never be able to fit in one, but they're just – I just love them.
1: I would, if I had one, I would make it look like a Dharma van. You have to. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to. And but it's just funny how they did. They made every everything detailed was if it was in the Dharma van on the show. I think it was put in that van. I think that was the hardest part was finding a workable eight track tape player.
3: Maybe they contacted my mom. I don't know. That could that could have been it. so I, I don't i don't know if i've this is a recycled story or not but my uh my first car that i had was a 1983 chevy cavalier hmm. nice. and i bought it for 50 bucks off my neighbor <laughs> he, was, he, was, wow. gonna, he was he was gonna was it, donate was it, it to the kidney foundation you, so i just took you, it out his hands you, you, it was a
4: 1-800 it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win One eight <laughs> hundred seven
1: car for kids.
3: I told you the 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 history yeah, yeah, you, of that, right? Yeah, you told us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so this this might be a. Uh, was that? Pay ca- did you uh, did you pay cash or did you? I make did. Payments? I did. I paid cash. Oh, you know, nice. Two was two twenties and two fives. Nice. Um, so I bought this car <laughs> for fifty bucks, and let um, to tell you the quality of car. At one point, I took this car off a of jump. <laughs> <laughs> that was just my idiot 16-year-old self. Uh, I did not treat this car well at all. But I had, in effect, an 8-track in that te- in that car. Not re- truly, but it pretty much was because I had a cassette tape that was stuck, and I couldn't remove it from the tape deck by the time I, I got rid of that car. And I'm so pissed about it because it was amazing an amazing cassette that is a very rare now that i realize it after the fact rare cassette and it was one of the original press pressings or tapings or recordings of sublime's 40 ounce of freedom (coughs) now if you're interested in looking at this track list it's it's really cool because 40 ounce of freedom they actually sublime signed i believe with maybe Capricorn or one of those labels back Arista. I, I'm not quite sure what label they signed with after they originally released 40 ounces. So it got re-released under the record label that they signed with, but the original tape had tons of extra stuff on it. So there's probably, I don't know how many minutes worth of extra audio on that tape, but because of, um, royalties that the record label didn't want to pay. They had to cut out a lot of the sampling and a lot of the, the tracks were longer and they cut a lot of it to, to not pay those royalties. And I still have in my head what the ends of songs should sound like right in my head. And I I can't listen to it because you can't find that tape anywhere. I actually recently looked into it and then I, I found copies of that tape like on ebay yeah. for like hundreds of dollars
2: somebody has to have um put it to digital and you can find it on the
3: internet I'm if kidding. anybody listening right now has the original cut the original press of 40 ounce of freedom before they signed their record label please let me know because i would love love to have that again
1: all right well let's get on that It up again <laughs> I'm just wait I'm just waiting for people to send in there if they found it or
2: not right now yeah before, before we actually submit the podcast well there's people <laughs> listening
1: right <laughs> it'll be on our Facebook ads oh my goodness it was so good it's almost like if you watch a TV show like if you watch mash on on TV now they've cut you know they've taken a 26 oh, yeah. minute episode and made it a 22 because you've had the DVDs They've cut out so much of the, of the show.
2: Well, it's, it's like the Empire Strikes Back, for example, um, when R2 gets eaten by the monster in the swamp on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. The original line, once he gets out, is um, something like, you're lucky you don't taste very good. or, or uh, Something like that, yeah. Something like that, but they changed it. In a special edition from 97, it's a different line. And it's been that way ever since. But like every time I see the scene, I always remember that original line because that's how I grew up watching it.
1: Yeah, it just uh, it's just amazing. Well, you know, like shows today they don't have they don't have uh, theme songs. Yeah, they they just go straight into the uh, episode.
2: Sometimes I'm happy though because like you can tell like especially some of those late seventies early eighties films that you knew someone had kind of a weak script and it's just like a good five minutes of opening credits with the song yeah get on with it
1: (laughs) that's true that's true but there's but the but a lot of the shows that's the best part of the show sometimes is the it's like today even uh uh, hawaii fiveo still has a theme song they keep the theme song
2: yeah i mean laverne and shirley and so many they had like great opening theme songs
1: yeah yeah and that's that's gonna be a lost art lost forever except Mm -hmm. you like westworld has a pretty good theme song
2: I like it when like uh, I had a friend of mine. I don't know why she felt like she needed to cheer me up. I wasn't depressed or anything, but she was like, "I like you just the way you are," you know. And I was like, "Thanks, Billy. Appreciate it." <laughs>
1: <laughs> like you just the way you are. Did you have? Were you saying I hate myself or?
2: No, I wasn't. I say was saying like, I wasn't. She. I don't know why. I guess something I wrote down. Like she,
1: maybe it was like, your aura. Maybe. Just yeah, maybe.
2: It's purple aura right now, it? and it needs to be like, or it's black right now, and it needs to be orange or something. Orange. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I think orange is good. Aura.
2: Okay,
1: well, orange. Yeah, I think is 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 the ghost, right? Because our ghosts always have like an orange.
2: Oh, so you're saying
1: I'm dead? Outline. Well, I'm just saying. I just <laughs> I, I just you know, when I see him, it's 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 usually like an orange thing going on.
2: Chris is really into something right now. I'm so. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm getting.
3: Is, is, is Chris watching porn? I'm, no, uh, I'm I'm finding that out. Yes, <laughs> porn out. face. It's
1: what was your first? Face. What was your first card, Nick?
2: My first, well, okay. Technically, my first is a 1986 Ford F-150. It was beige with no AC, <coughs> no heat, no radio, no nothing. It was a farm truck. Um, and then I went to an 89 Ford F-150. Then a 96 Silverado to a 93 GMC i always had trucks i've always had trucks the only car i've ever yeah. owned that i drove daily was a not 2011 shell che- uh chevrolet malibu
1: yeah my first car was a grand torino my parents gave oh it to God. me nice and I, think- I was going i i was going to trip it out to Starsky and hutch i was going to get the yeah. uh was zebra three cherry uh, make it cherry red and get the stripe the stripes yeah and what the best part was i i worked at kentucky fried chicken at the time and would become home covered with grease and back then, you didn't have to wear seatbelts. So yeah. we had it had vinyl seats. So every time I made a turn, you slid, <laughs> I slid, I would slide back and forth because I had grease all over me and no seatbelt. But uh, then the gas price, we had the, you know, the yeah, it was 78, we had all the gas problems because of, you know, the embargoes and all that that crap. Then we had audited even, then gas up to like 78 cents a gallon. I said, Look, I can't afford It's a V8. I go, I can't afford this. So I, I finally talked my dad into letting me buy a car with my own money. He goes, you're going to hate making these payments. Everyone's already paid for it. I go, yeah, 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 but I can't afford the gas, old man. You know, I'm saying that in my head. But I said, no, no, I, I don't mind making the payments. I don't mind doing this. I got a Datsun 210, which <laughs> that's yeah. when they had Datsun. I yeah. loved the love the car. But man, was he right about three, four months later. I hated making the pay. But I paid it off early. Because I I did double up the payments and pay it off early. I did listen to him on that part, but so many things. I I look back and I I've told this story before. My dad wanted me to buy it. I worked at Sony in Rancho Bernardo, and there were houses out there were like like a hundred thousand dollars at the time. And he goes, "This is what you do: buy a house out there. You live out there anyway. Get your three friends, Dale, Dave, and Bob. Get four bedroom house. Ha- rent out the rooms. They pay your mortgage, and you have a house. And down the road you'll you'll have a house already." I go, old man is crazy i'm 20 years old i don't need no damn house those houses now probably nine eight hundred nine hundred thousand over a million dollars just because it's in the area it's in so i always i always uh, told him before he passed away i said yeah you were right about that i gave him
2: i gave him that i don't know, like i'm you know you never there's certain things you never sell and you know land property is is one of them and i remember uh My dad having a conversation with my sister and I talking about our family farm one day. And you know, and he was like, Well, you know, I was like, you know, what are you guys gonna do? You know, once, you know, all this is yours. And my sister's like, Well, we'll sell it. You know, and then like the next day I was named the executor of the will. (laughs) 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 Because it was like, Your sister didn't know how to think. (laughs) I'd get I'd see that money. You don't sell land. You're an idiot, <laughs> you know. I I, I I take it and run with it. Yeah, but going back to your your Gran Torino though, like I've never driven one, but um, I always heard they're really heavy in the rear. Like in in was yeah, it was, a,
1: it, was a, it was a it was a it was a heavy car. I mean, it was just yeah. it it was a gas guzzler, but it was uh, it was a big car. It was just it just you know it just wasn't like I said it was it, it was it wasn't a a sixteen year old kid's car. It was it looked like a family car. Now if I would have could have got the rims on it like I wanted to and all the different stuff I was going to do, yeah, but then mm-hmm. once the gas prices got too high, I went with the Datsun 210. I put a little sunroof in. A little sunroof. A little. Didn't open up, just kind of popped open. Right, right. But you had to have it because everyone else had a sunroof. But like, I have a sunroof in my car right now, and I never open it up. But
2: Was it right. was, it, was it a stick?
1: It was automatic. automatic. Okay. My second car, which was a Mustang, was a stick. And I didn't know how to drive a stick yet. Mm-hmm. But it would actually tell you when to shift. Oh, so, so, so after that, I got that and then an Escort GT, which was a stick. Oh, then God, I got the God. vans. Then I went, heard, got family cars after that.
2: I, I heard Escort and then lost you after that. Uh, yeah, it was Escort. It, p- it put out...
1: <laughs> and, and it was an Escort GT. It was a, that car was Jinx from day one. It was a nice little black and white car. It was like it was. It was nice. It it had it's great pickup. But th- this car, the the stick, the stick shift, mm-hmm. broke. I mean, it. it oh it, wow. And I it, like one month. I didn't make a payment on it. And I they go, they wanted to charge me for it. I go well. You know what? You can keep it. Mm-hmm. They go what? I go. I'm not paying for something that broke. And it was a bolt that came. They wanted to charge me like 145 dollars. This car got hit in the fender. Someone keyed it. Someone open the, I mean, it had dings all over it. it. It was, it was just, I called it the Jonah. It was, it was jinx from the start. Huh. I couldn't wait to get, that's when we traded in for a, uh a minivan. That's when we started our minivan craze.
2: Yeah. It's, I can drive a stick. I, I, you know, but I grew up in Western sea. It's all flat. So I, I grew up driving sticks thinking like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. You know? And then, when I moved to Knoxville, which is mountains and hills, I had never actually driven a stick on a hill before. and I was like, and so... It's oh, totally how to get, get going? How to get going when you're rolling back, when you let off the brake and you had to have the clutch and the gas. And I was like, oh my god, what the hell is this? You it's know. all in the timing. Yeah, it is. And uh, it's a different skill, for sure. Uh,
1: I know uh, Dell didn't know how to drive a stick. And when they closed, uh, they closed a rink that he was the manager of, my wife was the General manager. So they loaded up all the stuff in this U-Haul. There's a stick, and she goes, and he goes. And she gets in the passenger side. He goes, "Well, I, I can't drive this." What do you mean you can't drive this? I can't drive a stick. So my wife had to turn around, and go over, and she always ah. goes some crap. Crap to this day that he couldn't drive a stick to, <laughs> which shocks me because his dad, you know, his dad has trucks and or you know and all that stuff. But anyway,
3: so this show in talking with you guys is dangerous for my wallet. <laughs> <else are> <laughs> I <buying? laughs> Um so I just put in a bid. <laughs> for oh for your for the album, yeah. <laughs> for the album. Yeah. Um and I I lowballed. So, we'll see. Yeah. I should go in there and, and raise. This will be this will be a momentous occasion seeing as it will if, if it goes through, this will be two pieces of physical media. Well, why do not you wait until so someone might have it like Nick said it's online somewhere?
2: Because you usually can like, I, there's always kind of some weird website you can find downloads of of old out of print records. For what's sure. that?
1: What's that? What's that thing that used to be called? Lime, LimeWire? Or... Yeah, but you never know what you're gonna get.
2: That's true.
3: You know, like, and granted, the person I'm bidding from probably could have created this from a digital copy, but well,
2: I, I guarantee it's a burn of something because, yeah. like, um, um, there's a Neil Young record called "Time's Fade, time fades away, which was out of Print basically from it came out seventy three, and he never ever allowed a reissue of it because he hated it. And I had it on CD fifteen years ago, and it wasn't released finally on CD until like two years ago. And all so, that time,
3: and and here here is why I'm I'm a little hesitant because they actually it, the buy it now is, is nineteen dollars, which is interesting.
2: It's nothing. Um,
3: I, I would be willing to pay that money, but the fact that he has a, a or best offer i threw in 10 bucks but like what's here's what's interesting is like this particular one here is 19 dollars. but you can i've seen them elsewhere for a hundred dollars right um does it give so, you a
1: sample of the, the yeah, quality, the,
3: the audio quality. I'm, I'm looking at and I'll, I'll share with you guys on the, on the screen here what I'm, what I'm looking at because it actually does look legit Hang on one second. I know this is great for people listening. Uh, ah, they don't care. Whatever. I stopped listening a while Deal. ago. Deal with it. Um, so it looks legit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
2: Actually, no. I mean, if you look at it, though, it looks like a like a, a really crappy Xerox copy of the cover, though. Just from like the half a second. Nope.
3: That looks like a golfer. I, th- there we go. I think it's legit. Well, you can Although tell that that, are burned. Yeah. that that disc is burned. Yeah. <coughs>
2: well, I
1: mean, you'll find out because I think they're going to take your best offer. I
2: mean, I mean if I mean, it's, so what? If you're twenty bucks, you're at twenty bucks. It's like, yeah, okay.
3: But wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry. That was the that was the other side of the disc. That's the disc. That's the wow. right ink. That's the right artwork. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. So hmm. I think this might be legit. Oh, it's not a golfer. It's a dog. I thought it was a golfer. Yeah. Um, and the seller's got a hundred percent feedback rating. So who knows? All right. I said go for it.
1: Speaking of golfers, I did want to talk about Phil Mickelson uh, real quick. Anybody see what he did? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> my brother-in-law is a big golfing fan, and you know, obviously Phil Mickelson, I hate to say it, he's from San Diego. And he's had a rough year. His football team got taken away from him. But he... I, th- what I, when I everyone kept talking about, it, he was trending on Twitter. I go, all right, what did he do that was so bad? And I found out that he chased the golf ball after he messed the putt and hit it. I thought he like launched it into the crowd or did something. All he did was whack it back towards the hole again. You know how you you're golfing and you just, but that's a big no, no in golf. Hmm. So I'm not a, I'm not a golfer and I don't know golf etiquette, but I was like, okay, what is the big deal? I mean, you you have hockey players are licking each other's faces and they're fighting, and baseball players will throw a hundred mile hour pitch at someone's head, and football players gouge eyes out. But in golf, you take another whack
3: at that ball when it's not your turn. I love Phil Mickelson.
2: I mean, he's even on. He's on the senior tour now, isn't he?
3: No, no, he he's, he's no, he's still legit. Yeah, really. All
2: right, well then, okay. Well, let he's on the senior. He tried. Tour he
1: tried Bears. to buy the Padres at one point, but backed out. But uh. No, I just, I just, I like say, but people were outraged by what he did. Outraged. I go, I don't get it. I, I thought it was something worse. I go. Uh... Jack, Jack,
2: you know as well as all of us do that people get outraged over anything. That's true. He knocked the salt over on the table, (laughs) (laughs) and it took him forever to pick it up. Yeah.
1: No, I just, I just was, I go, I just thought it was going to be this really big, like he threw his, cl- you know, like uh, uh, Judge Smell's does in Ch- Caddyshack, mm-hmm. where he throws the, the golf club and hits the, his putter and hits the woman in the head. Yeah, uh, I, I thought it was going to be something like that. And I'm like going, all right, this is it. I don't get it, but that that's me. And I'm not, I'm not a golfer. So you golfers out there, I know that there's etiquette, but. When I played sports, I played real sports. So. When
3: I play golf, there is no etiquette. No, well, there yeah, isn't. Usually, I'm drinking. So,
2: you know, there's so many things though that to me are just absurd to even get upset about or even argue about. It's like when people get, who's better, LeBron or Jordan? I don't Jordan. care. I, yeah, I, mean, I would well, say it's Jordan. No argument. But I don't. I don't care. I both really don't both care. Are great, both are great players. Both are great players. <laughs> but I don't care. It's like. In 50 years or 100 years, no one will care. So, right. why well, are you getting upset about this? Well, they, they,
1: you still, I mean, maybe not basketball. I think baseball is the one sport that statistics mean something. And stat, that's why I said uh, we had a debate on our years ago on our Facebook page about steroids, how it ruined baseball. Some people said, you know, it's butt hurt that you're, I go, no, it ruined forever. Those stats are ruined forever. Yeah. I mean, you, it just, you can't, it'd be, because I would I could when I was a kid, I could have told you anything from baseball, the stats. I could have told you any of it because that, that's what I follow, that's what I loved and I did. And I like I said, I would we'd have the argument who's who would you have, Babe Ruth or Ted Williams? But you know, you'd go round and round with the different, you know, debates, but but I like is it basketball? Eh, probably not. Yeah. Like football, yeah. I mean, does anyone really care who the best quarterback is of all time? Going anti down. anti anti straw guy.
2: I didn't even realize we lost Chris.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. Never tell. Come back because you got Tom Brady now. That's against plastic straws. So,
2: <laughs>
3: oh, also Tom Brady talking about retirement.
2: It's that time. So that that sucks.
3: Yeah, yeah it does. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the plastic that, straws.
2: That's what's really nuts to me as I've gotten older. Is that you know that when you when you're when you're 18, you think 40 <laughs> is ancient. Oh yeah, oh. and once you are approaching 40. And you hear about like Ma- Manning or Tom Brady or all these people going like, well, I'm 40 years old. And I need to retire. You're like, y- y- I don't even think of myself as old. I know Jack probably doesn't even think of himself as old. I mean, you never, ever feel old, like ever. Uh, wait till
1: you- no, you- Yes, you do.
2: You do? You think? Oh, when you- well, you're back, I understand. Yeah, yeah you do-
1: it does. You-, you do get to a certain point where you, you can't do things.
3: Yeah. yeah. You-, you get to that point, you feel old. I'll tell okay. you though, like you're you the closing on forty. I just turned. When I turn what year is it? I just 30, turned thirty-eight. Not yet, right?
2: but close. Are no, you, I turned thirty-eight. Did you?
3: Okay. Yeah, back in May. Okay. Um, but um, like shoot, I remember when my parents turned forty. Yeah, that freaks me
1: out. When I hit forty, it was no my, my wife was upset. I I had because I was still in pretty good. I was in great. Forty. Would, we lost you, Jack. Say I'm again. sorry. I said I was in better shape at. I didn't, My wife was really up. That was a big number for her. Forty. But at forty, I was in. I was in great shape. I was in better shape at forty than I was thirty.
0: Hmm.
1: I just was because the kids were older and I could. I could go and do more stuff, mm-hmm. exercise, and we had. Well, we had stuff here too. So, hmm. but uh, yeah. But now at 55, oh, I'm feeling it. Hmm. hmm.
3: I mean, I can't, I can't imagine being 80. Oh, I know it. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I don't want to be the downer, but at age 38, I realized that I can't function on more than four hours sleep. <laughs> and I've got a 5 a.m. start tomorrow. All right, yeah, so are you ready to wrap this up? A, I think so. It's, it's All right. So if even you guys, my computer's telling me cut it out. If you guys
1: have a suggestion for Netflix, just uh, send it to at gmail.com or just put it on Facebook. Uh, we're not doing a poll this month because we can't figure it unless we can figure out how to work it. But uh, someone just puts something on the Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> what you guys want to do, what you guys want to watch. And we'll go from there. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I got to stop smoking. Um, and then uh, if you like, uh, if you like this show, we're a patron driven show. And who doesn't like this show and other shows on the network? Uh, you can become a patron. Go to patreoncom slash Jay and Jack. Or just go to Become a patron. Uh, every little bit helps. Helps these shows and helps keep like people like Matt off the air. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and also, if you shop Amazon like Chris,
3: while he's podcasting, right? Yeah, uh, I bought two farms of physical media. that's Something that hasn't happened in ten years. What's years. the what's a, a ten be... What's a ten hat? I mean, oh, 10 This is a uh, we're gonna give free about the, uh, shout out. Like,
0: did,
3: mm-hmm. did we?
0: Yeah.
3: Company's called Ten Tree.
2: Matt. Matt. Asked every it,
3: like, article of clothing you buy from Tentree the company plants ten trees. Oh, okay. everybody needs it.
2: They're literally a Johnny Appleseed.
1: And there's another yeah. company. That, there's another company. What was it? Nine that chops them all down. Oh, nine and I, a half. I'm kidding. Of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, you can go to Amazon.com slash Jay and Jack, or just go to j and Jack.com. Click on Amazon. You can buy what Chris was buying, buying lots of stuff. It, this po- you know help support Chris because this podcast literally costs Chris hundred dollars yep. an episode. Sure did. To buy, but that's all we got, and. And next week, Matt will be back. I know
3: he's a favorite. Maybe. Yeah, that's true. In the week after, I'll be gone. Oh, wow. You serious, Clark? On vacation. On vacation. You're always on vacation. What? I get one a year. Yeah. I, I just plan know. weekends really thoughtfully. Well, okay, I mean, that's yeah.
1: that's what I'm seeing. All right, and then I've, after that, we'll be in Comic Con, so I'll be gone. Yeah, me too. We'll take that week off. So, yeah. All right, guys. And lovely. You see where San Diego they're going to close that Harbor Road off?
2: I actually love that idea.
1: It's a great idea, except if you have to drive down there, yeah. now all those other roads are going to be backed up with traffic.
2: San Diego's an, an interesting... The downtown section of San Diego is really interesting because it's perfectly designed for the wind coming off the ocean to keep the city cool, but there's so many one-way streets that it just <coughs> messes so bad. And it's
1: been like that forever, mm-hmm. but like I said, if you just built a tunnel or yeah. put the bridge there, you would have no issues. You don't even need, need a, a fancy bridge; just a bridge that can have traffic going, walk, foot traffic going both ways. Cars sure. can keep going. No sure. one would have to stop. But yeah. why do it all the, su- the
2: way down? Yeah, by the
1: because oh. now you're going to have people complaining that all the back roads, people like me that have to drive in, will be complaining that. I look. I'm parking six miles away just because I can walk in.
2: But I, I, I'm sorry to keep the, the podcast going because I know Chris wants to go to bed. You're absolutely but, killing me, Nick. Yeah, but because <laughs> I, 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 Chris, I know that you're you're not a. You look like tired, to, Chris. You're not going to Comic Con. But, like, have you seen that, Jack? Like, how many companies have dropped out of Comic Con mm-hmm. this year? Yeah.
1: Game of Thrones is not doing a panel. Westworld's not doing a panel.
2: Stars is not coming. HBO is not coming. I only even think Marvel's. Nerdist. Coming. Like, so many nerds coming. <laughs> like, there's so many things. It's like, well, what are we going for? Well,
1: the Jay and Jack panel will still be there at the library. Woohoo. So, there you
2: go. There's that. I look forward to seeing all 10 of you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we get free passes out of it. That's all that matters. Uh, That's it. That's all I got. Chris needs to get some sleep. I need to get some sleep. Nick needs to get. What are you doing, Nick?
2: Yeah, I'll probably watch some TV.
1: Yeah, it's still early for you. All right, guys. We'll be back next week. Hasta luego. And goodbye. See you. Das Boot.
0: Yeah.